Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Bus Stories. I'm Paul. I'm here today with a special guest, Mario. What's up, Paul? Hey, how's it going? Eh, not too bad. So Mario, you are a safety manager. So this is my and boss. Training. And, and training. <laughs> yeah. So. so I'm the safety and training manager here for uh, our location. <laughs> cool. Uh, so my story is going to be a little different than everybody else's. Uh, it's going to be regarding some training. Ooh. A trainee that I had before. Uh, I won't mention any names. but There you go. He was, uh, yeah, it's a unique. It's a, so tell me. So uh, this was back a few years ago when I worked at a different location. Um, I was I had just become a trainer, um, and uh, I had a group of about three people that were training. They were all younger. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyways, so I'm teaching them how to drive, and I have this kid, and he's in there, and he's like asking me questions, like, "Hey, what do we do stuff? Why do we do it? What do we do things like?" Th- like drive a like bus. Like drive a bus. I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, dude, you got to do it this way because you got to drive." You got to do it this way. Uh-huh. Like, this is the way you have to do it. Right. And he was always challenging me, like, well, I think it's better to do it this other way. Interesting. And I was like, no, you got to do it this way because it's 40 feet long. You can't drive it like a car. Right. Cetera, it right? handles differently. Exactly. So, um, one day, I had all three of the trainees in the bus with me. And we're driving around town. And I used to have this place where... In town, in the town that I worked in, they do like uh, right turns, practice right turns. Right. It's very important, right? Driving a bus, you got to be able to maneuver the bus. Correctly, yeah. Right? So just for drivers know, buses actually handle differently than cars. Shocker, huh? Yeah. 40 feet long. So yeah. just to uh, give you uh, perspective. So he's, so they all do the little, they go around this square block. Mm-hmm. And there's a thing in the training world or in the bus world that's called a squeezer. Mm-hmm. Paul knows what a squeezer is. Mm-hmm. So it's a person, it's a vehicle that tries to, or a bicyclist or something that tries to squeeze in between you, the bus, and the curb. Right. And you don't want that. Right. It's to be very bad. I've done it before. I was a bus driver. I would do that. Yes. And I was a terrible person. And, <laughs> and I've repented. <laughs> terrible person. <laughs> anyway, you're not a terrible person. Anyways, so when you teach people how to drive, it's like, hey, make sure you check your right side mirror and correct. Yeah. There's no squeezers there, right? Right. Was it you know, a car, a bicyclist, whatever. Yeah, board, grandma. Yeah. Grandma, whoever. Right. <laughs> so he goes and makes the turn. Mm-hmm. And he went out way too wide. He went out and he just took, like, the whole road up. Right. And he's and I was like, dude, what'd you do? Did you not look in your mirror? Did you not? There was no squeeze there. Yeah. But you went too wide. Oh, no, I think I did it right. Hey, well, explain to me why you think you did it right. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to correct you. So we had an argument for, like, a couple minutes. So he kept going. So then, like, halfway through, I was like, okay. We're going to get back over there. I'm going to shut up and I'm going to see what he gets in, what he, what he does. Right. So he goes back to that same exact turn. He does it the same exact way, except this time a car squeezes in between us and the curb. Because it always will. Because it always will. Yeah. So I'm like yelling at him. Mm-hmm. Like, stop, stop. He doesn't stop. He keeps going. Luckily, he went so wide that that car didn't even come close to us. 
That's right. how bad it was. Wow. <laughs> Did he go into oncoming traffic? Uh, no. It was a wide street. Oh, okay. It was like okay. a three or four lane street we were turning on. Okay. But he went out to like the number Third. one lane. Like, yeah. And that's bad. You don't want to leave no. that much room. So he went and he was like, he didn't, he just, he was so against like people telling him what to do. He just didn't listen. Mm-hmm. So I was like. So how long before he got in an accident? Uh, he didn't. Oh. So he didn't get in an accident. So what I did was I was fed up with him. Uh-huh. It's like two days, three days of him just challenging me and asking me, oh, why do we do it like this? Why can't I do it like this? So I'm telling him why he can't do it the way he wants to. Right, right. So I just, I had it up to, I was done with him. Right. I told him, pull over. There was a bus stop, not like halfway down the block. Uh-huh. Because why am I pulling over? I was like, just pull over, please. Because I didn't want to go off on him. Right, not while he's behind off, the wheel. Not behind the wheel. They'll kill you. Exactly. So I have him pull over. And I was like, you're out of the seat. You're done today. Mm. So mind you, he was probably the first one that went, that did the course that morning. Uh-huh. Started driving. But mind you, this was... I usually start training about 9, 10 o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. So this is early on in the day, and I usually keep people a full day, as you know, Paul. Right. So I told him, I was like, you're done. And he went and sat in the back of the bus. So I, I was pissed, and I told the other two, I was like, one of you guys got to go. Uh-huh. You you're drive. up. You're up. So they get in, and I did not let that guy drive the rest of the day. Mm-hmm. I was just done with him. Yeah. Next day, I didn't train. I was... I was still a supervisor at the time. I think I took supervisor dispatch, whatever it was. Right. The other trainer took him out. And he comes back and, like, I don't remember when, what part of the day it was. He goes, hey, what'd you do to so-and-so? Mm-hmm. I had forgot about it already. I was right. like, what are you talking about? What'd you do to him? What'd you say to him? Oh, yeah, he did. I told him what happened. Because, oh, he's pissed off at you. <laughs> I was like, okay? Like, am I supposed to be scared of him or something? Right. Like, right. Like, no, as, he, a new hire, as a new hire, I want to challenge the authority figure. I want to challenge the behind-the-wheel trainer <laughs> on why we do things. Like, no, dude. Right. So I was like, what, am I supposed to be scared of him or something? Uh-huh. He starts laughing. He goes, no, but he was he was pissed off at you because you didn't let him drive. But did he tell you what he did? No, but did you ask the other two trainees what he did? Mm-hmm. They're like, yeah, they told me. So that's why yeah. there was no issue there. Anyways, so he's like that. He just can be just... He just doesn't want to follow the rules, procedures during the whole training. Right. We get to his DMV test. Gotcha. To get your commercial license, you got to go to DMV. Anyways, that's a long process. Uh, right. So he gets to go to do his drive test. He is first one. The other trainer took him to the drive test. I don't know exactly what happened, but there was a minor. He challenged the DMV test lady. Yes. He something happened. <laughs> Whatever. Right? Uh-huh. So then the trainer didn't... The other guy, the other trainer didn't want to take him. I was like, you know what? When's his test? Oh, it's it was in a few days. Right. His retest. I was like, I'll take him. No problem. So I take him. Uh, and usually when we take somebody, a new hire to DMV, usually, usually whoever takes you usually waits there for you. Right. Okay, just like in your Class C test. So yeah, in case like you your, fail, you need to ride home. Exactly. Yeah. Or something happens on the road that your mom and dad got to come take the car over or something. Whatever it is. Right. right? Same thing here. You got to have a licensed driver take you to the test. Yeah. So usually it's the trainer, which is me. Yeah. So I go. So I went to the DMV and I was like, okay, no problem. Kill four we hours. We get there. Kill, exactly. Four hours, right? Yeah. 
<laughs> so I get there, and right off the bat, it's a bad move. Oh, no. So I was fairly new at the time to training. Uh-huh. I didn't know the ins and outs of the DMV and how they work. Right. So he's already on edge. He goes, are they going to make me pay again? I was like, dude, I don't know. Because this is his third test. This is his second test. This is his second test. Oh, so gotcha. Okay. he had failed out on the road somewhere. Okay. Which I didn't know at the time. Once you leave the DMV and you fail, they make you pay. It's like 35 bucks. Oh, weird. Okay. I didn't know that either. I, I didn't fail. So, see, see, so. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so we get there, and I'm right there at the window with him. And I'm like, hey, kind of just, you got you know, I'm right there. Like, uh-huh. Kind of, you got to basically hold their hand right. when they do all this stuff. <laughs> the lady, the DMV lady, oh, it's 35 bucks. Oh, he snaps. He goes off on her. Really? Like, uh, why am I paying this? Blah, blah, blah. I was like, and they're trying to explain it to him. And I'm like still learning. I'm still new. And I understood right away. You know, once you leave the DMV, you got to pay everything. Right, because you kind of have to pay the lady to go on a ride with you. Exactly. So I was like, oh, and then he got mad at me. Well, how come I didn't know this? Whatever. He paid the 35 bucks. He started his test. I sit in the DMV. Yeah, I'm like, okay, I got about four hours to kill, right? Uh-huh. So they leave. And uh-huh. I, have, I know, I'm there. I have. I brought my AirPods, and I'm sitting there listening to music or YouTube and just hanging out. Uh-huh. That's what you do. Yeah. You kill time. Walk around, whatever. About an hour in or so, I get a call from the other trainer that's back at the yard. Uh-huh. And he goes, dude, where are you? I was like... What do you mean? I'm with the DMV. He goes, hey, that so-and-so, the kid? He goes, yeah, he's, uh, they're, uh, they failed him or something. I was like, what do you mean they failed him? They're not back yet. Uh-huh. I, was like, I told him they're not back. They don't see the bus here. Yeah. He goes, no, they, uh, the DMV, they're looking for you. And at this time, so I'm sitting at the DMV and I can see the people behind the counter. Uh-huh. Like, talking, like these two ladies. Uh-huh. So I was like, yeah, I'll go ask them, see what's going on. I didn't know what the hell was going on. Mm-hmm. So I go, and I'm like, hey, I'm Mario. You guys looking for me, the guy that brought the guy in the bus? They're like, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, are you his Are you his boss? I guess I'm representing yeah, him here. Kind of, yeah. Kind of, yeah. yeah. Well, we don't appreciate being talked to uh, in the derogatory fashion. <laughs> what and, did uh, you say? And uh, I'm, like, my, I'm like stunned. Right. I'm like... Yeah, we don't appreciate you being talked down to and all this stuff. Like, uh-huh. I put him up to it. I was like, I was like, I don't teach people to to be disruptive or being mean or right. disrespectful to the DMV. And you have an ongoing relationship with the DMV as, yes. in, this, in this business, so it's like, for yeah, yeah, you kind of have to you like have back to, him exactly. So you kind of have to be when you go in there, you got to be respectful and right, yeah. You just fly off the handle and start cussing at them and arguing with them for any little thing, right? <laughs> so they're like, "Oh, we don't appreciate you being trying to dictate how the person is, uh, how we do the test, so uh-huh. on and so forth." And I'm like, "What is going on? I have, still have no idea." They're like, "Well, we need to take you back to this to this dirt lot where the bus is at, where they do these maneuvers." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Okay." So they, I'm in the, it's basically the office manager for the DMV at that location and her, one of her supervisors. So they gave me a ride out to this parking lot uh-huh. and the bus is there, the, my trainees there. And I'm like, what? I'm still like trying to process what's going on in my head. 
So I get out of the, we all three get out of the car. We go talk to him. Or they talk to him. I don't really talk. I'm just kind of listening. And he's like, he's in their face, like yelling at them. Something about, there's like a little detail about how they do this maneuver. Mm-hmm. And he's, he, he is red in the face. Like tomato red. He's like yelling at them. He's like foaming at the mouth. Like, I'm like, oh my God. And he just won't. Right. Obviously. He just he just doesn't get it. Right. And you don't have to be a bus driver anyway. And I, at this point, I was like, dude. You can either make there's it. There's no way. You're not. Yeah, no, you have to no. get your license. You're... So I didn't. So there was the examiner. What had happened was the examiner did not feel safe with him. Mm-hmm. Him driving the bus because of the way his attitude was and how he was talking. Yeah. That's pretty embarrassing. Oh, yeah. I was yeah. embarrassed. Oh, yeah. I was like, if you don't feel safe with him in the bus, that's not good. Yeah. So I went to talk to her and I was like, what's going on? And she explained to me. And it was a little, um, now I'm going to get technical. One of the skills that they have him do, uh, the DMV at that lo- where we went to, they have cones that aren't in the handbook because it shows the skills in the handbook, the uh-huh. diagram. Uh-huh. Well, it's on totally discretionary whether you put these extra set of cones. Gotcha. It's not in the book, but they do it at that DMV. Gotcha. And he was pissed about that. He was livid. So he was mad that they put extra cones out. Yes. So just to let our listeners know, when you go into to do your drive tests... You have to do different skills in the yard before they even let you go out on the road. Yes. Um, so this is like a dockside parking and a parallel parking. There's a couple other ones, but anyways. Yeah. So they, it's they're like it's total discretionary. It's all it's totally their discretion where they want right. to do it, in which they do. Yeah. Which and then you have you just have to deal with it. Right. You and a lot of times it. those cones help because it gives you a reference point. Exactly. But that's 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 another, that's another podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like. He's pissed because they're, like, deceiving him and they're lying to him. Uh-huh. And at that point, I was like, dude, I'm done. Like, Right. I was like, so he's arguing. They're even nice enough not to even fail him. They're going to give him what's called a, uh, so it doesn't count against your permit. Because if you only get three tries, if you don't pass in those three opportunities, then you have to start all over from square one. Right, okay. They were just going to give him, like, uh, what was it called? Uh, mechanical failure. Like, oh. like if the bus broke down or they yeah. got a flat tire, which doesn't count against you, just you it's like a ball in baseball. Yes, camps. exactly. Gotcha. So they they were nice enough to give that to him. Uh huh. So they leave once he calms down, and I talked to him. I was like, dude, you cannot be talking to him like that. Uh huh. Oh, they don't put the cones. Blah blah blah. I was like, dude, forget all that. You can't mm-hmm. be talking to him like that. Right. There's, they're not going to give you your license if you keep yelling at him like this. Right. Anyways, he goes down into a another tangent about my money my 35 bucks he wants to go get his he wants to get refunded his 35 bucks for the retest <laughs> and this was late in the day this was I don't know 3, 4 in the afternoon uh-huh. we had a 30 minute drive to get back to our yard yeah I'm like I wasn't I don't care like I don't I didn't care about his money at the point I was like right I just want to be done with you today right he, but he he's starting to get agitated again, all worked up. I was like, you know what? Let's go. Mm-hmm. So we drove the bus back to the DMV. It's probably a half hour before they close. Mm-hmm. There's not that many people there. He goes inside. 
At this point, I'm done with them. I didn't even go inside and defend them anymore. I was like, no. No, you is, made me look bad. You this made, isn't our company thing. This no. is you just being a weirdo. Yeah, weird, exactly. Okay. So then we get back. I get back on the phone with the trainer back at the yard, and he's like, I told him what happened. He could not believe it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> As I'm on the phone with him, the DMV, the DMV we would go to at that time had this, like, 6'5", 300-pound-plus dude. Mm. Big old dude as a security guard. Mm-hmm. He's coming towards me. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect, right? Yeah. I'm like, oh god. I was like, hey man, let me call you back. <laughs> like, What's up? I was like, you know that big security guard they got here? I'm about to get beat up. <laughs> I was like, yeah, he's coming. He's coming towards me. I'll call you back. So I hang up on him. As soon as he's like halfway to me, right when that the trainee comes out with the office manager again and they want to talk to me again i'm wow. like i'm batting a thousand here right <laughs> so he so they start talking to me and you know they're explaining to me how they test and that they don't you know they're not out to cheat anybody and trick anybody and whatever and at the end i just took her side i would too i would ha- i had to yeah i was like this guy forget this dude right <laughs> so they leave they get back in the, you know, we leave. I told them, I was like, you really got to think about your attitude. Like, we mm-hmm. can't have you work like this. Yeah. Get back. We drive back to the yard. It's about a half hour drive. He disappears. He just leaves. Mm-hmm. So I had to tell my boss what happened. Anyways, they call him the next day. Mm-hmm. For a, they want to have a talk with him. Man, he is talking so much crap about me and... The other trainer that you would not believe. Oh, they're no good. They're... Think about anything bad you can say about somebody. He said that to us. Right. And they hired me anyway. And they hired him anyway. <laughs> right? <laughs> anyway, so they're like... They told... Then they had a meeting with... My bosses had a meeting with me and the other trainer. They're like... He said all this, which I don't believe him. Mm-hmm. So, okay, cool. But if he comes back, I refuse to train him. Like, right. okay, but there, she's, my boss was like, well, we have to give him three days. He doesn't call back in three days. Yeah. We're done with It's it. workplace abandonment. Yeah. Exactly. So, about two and a half days went by. <laughs> like, he calls in the morning, he's done work here anymore. Yeah, he close called, enough. He called about, about a week. Week, almost a week went by, and he wanted his job back. No. Like, no. 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 Worst training you've ever had. Yeah. <laughs> Worst one. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds pretty terrible. That was horrible. Yeah. And I've been working with you long enough to know that we've had some bad trainees come through here. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, we have. Yes. yes so not that bad. Not that not, bad. Not bad when you're like... About to get beat up by security guard. Exactly. I'm not getting beat up by security by nobody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Mario. Well, thank you for coming with us. And, uh, yeah, we'll have to have you back. Cool. Yeah. I got more stories. Yeah, I'm sure (laughs) you do. All right. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. See you next week.